Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. Uh, good here we morning. are uh, on Wednesday, uh, I believe the 15th of June, in the middle of June. And uh, we've had you and I, we, you know, when we, we record these, so they show up a day after each other. So um, uh, our, our last day that was, uh, you know, gonna, was everybody had seen was yesterday, the 14th. We, we actually probably taped that um, three weeks ago. Middle of May, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's because, been a while. Because you and I were uh, headed out uh, for a variety of things uh, is that uh, uh, you have uh, this whole uh, process of graduation and mm-hmm. all the parties. Talk, talk a little bit about that. How's it been going with your family? So much fun. We we have had a great time. But um, yeah, so these last few weeks have been filled with things, um, senior scholarship nights and award nights. And um, Anna's got all kinds of activities going on as um, leading up to graduation and just some sweet times. And then we even had um, Josh and Emily came in town and we had a huge family celebration over Memorial Day weekend where we had all eight of us together. Mm. And um, and we actually went out one night, we went out for um, a really nice dinner to celebrate my birthday, Joshua's birthday, Anna's graduation and Olivia's graduation all in one setting. Um, so I think the people around us may have been a little annoyed by us because we were laughing and having just a grand old time, but uh, it was it was sweet, sweet time together for sure. So, yeah, did, um, uh, so did Dan pay for a nice dinner? He did. He did. It was, and we, you know, we've done this sort of, we went to a place called the library in Portsmouth, which is just a, a great steakhouse, um, beautiful place. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, whatever the kids wanted. And, you know, when you have boys in there at that age, they can put away some food. So <laughs> it was a great time though. And we all, you know, got dressed up and just laughed and probably were a little louder than we should have been in that restaurant. But but I think we brought laughter and joy to people around us. Yeah, so there's yeah. that. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So uh, she uh, is she what another few days, right? And then she so before she actually airs, officially graduate. Yeah, when this airs, we're June fifteenth. She, she, she actually she actually will have graduated, graduated. Okay. on the 11th, and then uh, we have her big graduation party on the 12th. And um, and then things, I think, in theory, slow down a little bit here. <laughs> um, but lots of great stuff going on. We're enjoying, you know, while we're taping this, this is the, the week of senior week. And so lots of special things. And I am in the thick of putting together. Um, have I told you about the senior scrapbook that I put together for my kids? You talked a little bit about it. Go ahead. Uh, say yeah, little, so say you'll be careful what traditions you start out because once you do it for one child, then they're all ready for it. Although it's, it's sweet and therapeutic for me too but I gather together for each child so I did it you know for Josh and Caleb I contacted months before graduation the men in their lives that were very influential in their faith um, and asked them to write a letter um, that I will include in this scrapbook that I put together and then I send it off to them with college and they have all these beautiful letters from people just with different um, different encouragement different advice 
um, different wisdom, all kinds of things and some fun memories along with a ton of photos that I spend hours and hours putting together. And so for Anna, I've contacted, I probably have Oh, I'd say probably 15 to 20 letters that'll go into hers of different females in her life that have been influential mm. and um, and have letters that'll go into this scrapbook and then I'll fill it in. The problem is with Anna's, she was born 100% in digital photography age. So the number of photos I have to go through to make this scrapbook is so much more than anything with the boys. <laughs> so it's taking me longer to complete it for sure, but it's a sweet, sweet thing. And when you read um, just the beauty and the wisdom of this encouragement of people that have been pillars in her life, you know, we talk about intentionally building people around our children that help to encourage their faith and to bring them closer to God. Um, these are the ladies that these letters are from. And so it's just a sweet, sweet gift to her. So I'm in the thick of finishing that up. I told her hers, unfortunately, will not be done for graduation. I am shooting for when she leaves for college that it is done because there truly was just so many more pictures to go through than what I was prepared for. <laughs> That's something. But we, um, uh, in our interlude, we were actually did our retreat uh, for our leaders in uh, two, mm -hmm. two weeks uh, back to back. We have... Uh, eight couples come each time of uh, Croatia. We were in uh, Dubrovnik, Croatia on the Adriatic Sea, uh, which is beautiful. And so we just had an amazing uh, set of miracles. Started out actually at the beginning of the trip. Uh, we went down to Dallas and uh, went mm -hmm. through Joshua's graduation. Right. Uh, and had a great party. And um, we had uh, actually, uh, when we were down in Texas before, we had found them some really cool uh, new things for Baylor University. Um, yes, I remember uh, you talking about. So we this. gave him those. He was excited about that. Um, That's awesome. Uh, so we had a great party and, and uh, celebrated his you know graduation and uh, experienced him. And then we got on a plane the next day and flew to uh, Dubrovnik. And because we had uh, typically we'd go from Denver uh, to you know straight like to Frankfurt and then over there. Well, mm -hmm. with, with Dallas we couldn't do that, so we had to go to New York. And then to Munich, and then to uh, you know Dubrovnik, and oh wow! So we uh, got on our plane, went to uh, New York. We had a pretty nice lay layover. We were good. Got on the plane, and everybody's loaded, and it starts to rain, um, and it rains really hard. And in New York, they're they're a little bit overcautious. Uh, mm -hmm. That would not happen in Denver. <laughs> when we, we have rain, <laughs> we have rain and snowstorm. They don't. It just they keep flying, but uh, they right. shut everything down. Uh, so we're sitting there in the plane, and a guy says, "Well, it could be an hour. Uh, an hour turned to be an hour and a half. An hour and a half turned to be two hours." My layover oh, my of an already long day. <laughs> my layover in Munich is two hours. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're going to miss it. Mm. Um, you know, we're going to miss our plane. And uh, I'd say, Linda, I think we're going to miss our plane. And uh, we'll still have to see what happens. And, and she says, well, are you so sure about that? You know, and, uh, well, it seems like it, you know, and she says, well, I, I think God can do something here about this. You know, why don't we pray? You know, oh, yeah, that's good. I idea. love it. Go, Linda. <laughs> hey, that's a good idea. You know, let's, let's pray. And uh, so we prayed, no, Father, you know, would you make the crooked places straight? And so we take off. Uh, he makes up uh, 50 minutes, mm -hmm. uh, a little bit over 50 minutes. So we're about 50, 55 minutes arriving and we have our connection in 55 minutes. Right. Um, but you still have to clear customs and well, Munich then, right? Yeah. So we, uh, you know, uh, Munich's a beautiful airport. And, you know, we go past all these airplanes that are connected with the jetways. Mm -hmm. And he, he passes them all and goes out into the parking lot. 
and um, stops. And so we have to take a bus uh, and, you know, have stairs brought oh, wow. and take a bus. <laughs> so, you know, okay, we're ready to get off, ready to get off. Well, the guys with the stairs didn't come. Uh, and so they didn't come, didn't come 15 minutes later. So now we're heading down to 35 minutes uh, for the connection. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm thinking, I don't think we're going to make it. Linda says, well, you know, just you don't believe, let's go. And so we get off, uh, we get on the bus, and um, uh, you have to clear customs. And then you got to, <laughs> in Munich, you clear customs, you go out, walk up the stairs, come back through customs. Mm. Uh, it's two times. So, wow. And so uh, we get there, and there wasn't another plane had been let go. Linda and I are the first ones in line. I love it. Um, they guy welcomes us. Two minutes, we we're, we're go up the stairs, first ones in line, welcomes us, uh, go through that. And they had moved the, interesting enough, uh, the original gate was at the very, very end, which would have been a long, long walk. They actually moved it right close to where we were in the customs, and so we get there, you know, on time to get on the plane. Perfect. Uh, so we I love we it. made we made our, our deal. So we, you know, fly and, and get off, and we have a driver. Uh, they had arranged the hotel had arranged for uh, what what they call transfers, and they had these mm-hmm. uh, limo drivers uh, that picked us up. And so she, you know, she had her sign, and so I got to go get go get money. Um, uh, and she's standing next to Linda. And she says, well, what are you guys here for? Mm-hmm. Um, and Linda, and again, it's just beautiful how God works. I think I would have even probably answered it differently. But she just says, well, uh, we're here to be in the Word together and to learn what it means to live life together with Jesus. And we're really excited with our group to be here. And she, she'd listen to it. Okay. Um, and then I get there and we, you know, we get in the car. So Linda and I are in the back seat. She says, um, so... You're here to study the Bible. Yes. Um, and you said you're going to be in the Word together with, with a group. Uh, so you're, you're part of some ministry, right, or some uh, church. Or, yeah, we're, you know, living water. She says, <laughs> she says are you the big shot? <laughs> um, uh, yeah. She says, okay, well, um, uh, how do you tell everybody what to do? I said, I said, what do you mean? She said, well, uh, I'm, I'm Catholic, and my church, the big shots tell people what to do, and the, uh, I don't really like it because I, I don't think it's really good advice. And um, mm. is that what you do? Because uh, if you're part of a, a ministry, well, then you tell everybody what to do, right? You're the big shot. Mm. Uh, no. Uh, what we do is we gather together. Uh, we get in the Word together, we uh, receive what He's saying to us, and then we assist each other, apply it to how life is to be lived un- uniquely to us about our stuff. So she says, uh, so you're telling me that you the Word can actually apply it to your life and it makes a difference. Aww. Yes. She said, so, so if I came to your group mm-hmm. and I told you, that my husband and I don't get along. Uh, I've got two uh, two kids, and we we yell at each other all the time. They're not they're disrespectful. My life is miserable. Um, uh, I'm not having any fun and joy at all. And you're telling me that if I came to your group, you could show me in the Word what it says, and it would apply to my life. 
Mm-hmm. And then and then you tell me what to do, right? <laughs> I said, I said no, <laughs> no. Um, we would do that, and we would help you understand the truth, and then through the Holy Spirit that would be within you would uh, be able to apply that to your life uniquely to you, so that you could get freedom, joy, peace mm. in the Holy Spirit, Kingdom of God, um, and you would see your your difference. By the way, it would teach you how to have your children learn respect. Right. Um, and how you and your husband could have, you know, joy together. And uh, she said, okay, so then if I, if I learned that and I applied it and I came back and said this is what worked and this is what didn't work, uh, help me some more, you'd be able to help me some more. Yes. Uh, she says, I want this. Oh, uh, I love this. I have, ne- I have never experienced this ever in my life. Mm-hmm. I never thought this was possible. Um, I want this. How do I get it? Mm-hmm. Um, I said, well, um, give me your email. Um, I'm going to send you an uh, opportunity to take the courses. I'll send you a coupon for it. Um, start taking the course. I'm going to send you one on abiding. Um, I'm going to show you, give you the connection to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you start to do it. And um, uh, you start to realize that it's a walk. And I said, you can communicate with me and we'll help you. She mm-hmm. said, well, I, I want this. So. You know, give it to me. You know, let's go. Uh, so then, you know, we have uh, that experience, and so we're at this hotel uh, resort, beautiful place on the Adriatic Sea. We had this beautiful balcony overlooking the Mediterranean Sea. You know, it's just every morning we got oh, up. Lynn and I got up and you know did our time together in the Word. Um, well, she meets a uh, uh, hostess mm-hmm. uh, for breakfast. Um, we go down, and she actually was. Uh, one that kind of was a, I guess you'd call her a supervisor, okay. uh, hostess. Um, and then she worked breakfast and she also worked a place at dinner. And Linda uh, became a little bit friendly with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she, and, and you know, we had our whole group and she, you know, she saw, you know, the, the beauty of the group. And, and she said to Linda, you know, what are you, <laughs> what are you doing here? You know, and uh, Linda says, well, uh, we're here, you know, study the word and you know, be, be uh, together and learn what it means to grow in Christ. And and uh, again, she says, well, uh, again, you, you so you could help you could help somebody like me, you know, learn what it means to uh, have the life that because uh, he said I've I've got struggles. I I'm, I'm not sure about stuff and I'm I'm a little mm-hmm. bit unhappy. And Linda says, yeah. And uh, then she says, um, well, how? You know, well, uh, it's in the Bible. So Linda <laughs> takes her Bible. Um, and gives it to her, uh, oh, and wow. and she says, uh, you know, give me your email and I'll give you some information. Get you, you know, with the podcast and all this stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I'm going to help you what it means to walk with God. She and so she <laughs> she she gives her the Bible. Um, we came the next day. We come downstairs. Uh, it's in between her and her break, and she's uh, reading the Bible. Oh, uh, I love it. And she says, I'm going to do this every day. She said, wow, this is really cool, you know, and mm. I'm going to help me to do this every day. And I, okay, so her manager said, saw her what she's doing. Yeah. What are you doing? Oh, I'm studying the Bible. What do you mean you're studying the Bible? Well, that lady uh, gave me her Bible and told me how I can have a life with God. And she and this manager of the supervisor goes uh-huh. to Linda and said, I want a Bible. I love it. Give oh, me, my goodness. Give, you give me a Bible. I want to learn this, too. Okay, so she gives her a Bible. Uh, and and now she's off and running, you know. And then there's a waiter who's actually he's um, uh, was going home 
uh, he's in high school. <laughs> he's he's a going on almost a twenty year old graduating from high school, and he's mm-hmm. got big dreams and stuff. And and so Linda gonna in a community with him, and um, gonna give him a Bible. So I've got uh, Bibles that I'm shipping over, and you know, giving information. Uh, but it was remarkable how God connected people mm-hmm. with hearts to just simply right. say, so So what you're saying about abiding, you know, and we, we mm-hmm. used a little bit of that term, but mostly it was, you know, being in the Word together. Um, I can I can have a beautiful life mm-hmm. if I learn this. Mm-hmm. And, and the answer is yes, and that's, uh, that's what God is saying is um, there'll be people lining up around the block right. who have a heart because who wouldn't want that? Mm-hmm. Who wouldn't want that? Uh, and people start to realize is that. I mean, the question is: Is it possible? And of course, you and I know the answer is absolutely as yeah. possible. You know, let I think me help it's you. interesting as you're talking about that. I'm struck by um, the message, honestly, that the enemy sends us so often is, you know, when in culture, don't share that because you might offend someone or. You know, just all the different things that we tell ourselves, oh, I need to not be so open about what I'm doing here or why, because somebody may be offended by that or that may cause division or whatever else. And then just how absolutely contrary to that, what you're saying is, you know, you and Linda simply going and being and living out loud. That's what I always call it, just living out loud, being who you are in Christ in every situation, not changing your face for anything. Um, just being genuinely that person who is connected to Jesus and then being honest and open with that, literally people are drawn out of the woodwork. They are, they're drawn to that. And there will be people, you know, it can be the, the aroma of death or the aroma of life, according to the Bible. But there are people that God is already preparing along the way. And we really sell things short when we think we need to be careful who we say this to or whatever. If the spirit leads, we simply say it. And then he has already, I mean, he worked on those people's hearts long before you arrived in Croatia. Right, right, right. That was, he was already calling and then just invited y'all in to to bring another step into that. And that's a beautiful thing that I think is important for us to remember. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and the, uh, we also had a uh, guide uh, woman. Uh, she was, I think she's in her probably late 30s. Um, she, uh, let's see, I could tell exactly how she would. She would be, no, about 40, almost 40. Um, she um, was fun. <laughs> she was very funny uh, and loved, you know, kind of loved how our group operated together and mm-hmm. kind of joined in. And we invited her, uh, usually with uh, when you go out on a tour, when we were going on tours uh, during the week, we would start with a lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually, you know, the guides and all that would have to eat separately. We said, yeah, come on, eat with us, you know. And, um, so she ate with us, which we uh, covered, and but she learned us, and she she's Catholic, um, very strong Bible uh, mm-hmm. focus. Um, she said, um, you know, the the church is kind of weak, but what I he said what I want is people that can help us with the Bible, you know. So we said, hey, we can mm-hmm. help you with that, and she was uh, she went gone through the uh, Bosnian, uh, Serbia, Croatia mm-hmm. war, Yugoslavia. Right. And uh, she had to flee with her family. And she said mm-hmm. she's fleeing and she's getting shot at by snipers with bullets going through her car, you know. And, and then she comes back and, and there's bombs all the time, you know. And I said, you know, how did you handle that? She said, as a, as a kid, um, you really don't think much about it. Um, it's like, hmm. well, it happened. And, um, right. 
life was, you know, they, they didn't think of anything different, but she had a That's heart. What they knew. She had a heart uh, to learn more, and so we're, you know, we're going to send her a Bible, and, uh, and she actually had worked at the Broadmoor uh, oh, no a, way. Lo- a long time ago and loved it. You know, she loved Colorado, and I said, hey, we live, we live by the Broadmoor, and um, so she's, she's engaged, and she's going to get married, mm-hmm. and so our group, um, I'm not sure if she'll, <laughs> she'll pick up on this, but we said, hey, if you, if you want to get married at the Broadmoor, uh, mm-hmm. We'll we'll raise the money and we'll pay for it. Uh, oh, how sweet! You, and uh, and we and she knew we were genuine. And of course, she her family's there, so probably she won't. But um, it, we're gonna certainly uh, keep inviting her to uh, maybe just even mm. come maybe come over for a weekend or a week or something that we'd pay for. So uh, God just made all these fantastic uh, connections while we were there. And then we had the sweetest time just being together because you know mm-hmm. you know how it is when you're sharing yeah, life absolutely. together. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we just had a great experience over there with, you know, fantastic meals and time in the Word mm-hmm. and um, everything, everything just kept God just making the crooked places straight. And, well, and, and what you're talking about, too, truly, as we've talked about covenant, is that blessed to be a blessing. Right. You know, because this was this trip in and of itself was both and. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely both and. It was flow through. Yeah, that's right. And uh, you know, as we've talked about the covenant that... Um, uh, see it, it it emanates in daily life out of mm-hmm. the life yeah uh, that um, you know it doesn't mean you know, like we didn't have trouble and some people lost their luggage and uh, you know there were things that that occurred but uh, actually uh, there's always some difficulty with stuff but the covenant is let me guide you and experience mm-hmm. the blessing uh, that I have right. for you and then it'll automatically you know, flow, flow through because uh, it wasn't, we have to go say this or we have to go do this or we mm-hmm. better, we better. It just happened out, right. of, out of the flow. It was a natural overflow. Yeah, it was an overflow. Of what you were just of, doing, living with him. Of, you know, um, why, are, why are you guys, uh, you know, having joy and is that possible mm-hmm. for me, which is the whole essence of, of giving it away. And, you know, as we've, we've talked about uh, the aspect of our role in the covenant, you know, in terms of, you know, surrender, waiting on the mm-hmm. Lord, um, uh, pursuing uh, peace and not putting up with mediocrity. Uh, we talked last time about hope. Uh, and the word hope uh, was uh, certainty, expectation that mm-hmm. the covenant would be delivered. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and I think that was, I think that's what I saw in uh, those, those people in Croatia is they they had a little vision mm-hmm. of hope. Mm-hmm. Um, so my my life actually could be different, and I could experience things that would be spectacular for me. Is that really mm-hmm. possible? And and interesting enough, the comments we made wasn't a um, let's say a um, uh, English typical response. Is I hope. I hope you would. In other words, right? Yeah, it's maybe. It's not. I wish. Yeah, it's not a wish thought. Uh, maybe you will. Maybe not. I know that would be nice. I don't know. Um, mm-hmm. Our hope is it's going to happen to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let's look at um, uh, which will kind of cap our discussion uh, about hope. Go to Romans four seventeen and twenty one. It's talking about Abraham, uh, and there's a couple of key uh, points in here. Um, Romans four. 17 to 21, um, and it's talking about uh, Abraham's faith. Okay. 
As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who, whom he believed, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope, in hope, believed that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. <laughs> he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced that what he promised, what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Yeah. So um, he says, uh, he describes him, he said he believed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he believed God, and he said two things about God, which is part of the essence of the covenant, is I can make dead things come back to life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and again, he's talking about, of course, he he can make the resurrection, but he's talking about the dead things of our life. Right. That, eh, I guess I guess that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's ruined, it's over. He says, no, I can bring that back to life. And he says, secondly, I can call things into existence that don't exist. Mm -hmm. So that um, it's not I can maneuver you through naturally a set of circumstances, but rather I I can change circumstances. Right. Because Supernaturally. Supernaturally, I can make things happen that nobody else can. Mm -hmm. And Abraham began to understand that. Um, And then he says, uh, contrary to hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and again, the word there is contrary to expecting that anything good can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, in hope, um, he he believed uh, what God had said. Um, mm-hmm. And and the word there is, I went from wondering about it mm-hmm. to expecting it mm, that's uh, because beautiful. because I know that what he said is gonna happen. And he said, naturally, mm-hmm. we came to a point where um, I'm too old, uh, basically, yep. uh, to you know, uh, produce basically semen for a baby. Mm-hmm. And Sarah's already gone through menopause. Right. Uh, so she's out. He said, so physically, it's not possible in the natural. Right, doesn't make sense. For yeah. us to do this. And um, he said, yet, um, I wasn't weakened. I was strengthened by hope, mm-hmm. by what God said. Because why? I'm, I was fully persuaded that what God said He would do, He could do. And, right. and see, God says, <laughs> "This is, and this is such a beautiful thing about hope is that, see, our perspective uh, is kind of like what we were talking about with these people in Croatia. Is when we first met them, they really didn't have much hope at all." Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, I guess my life's going to be kind of mediocre to miserable uh, or fair to poor. And um, what we brought was, well, in the natural, that's true. Mm-hmm. But if you learn God, God can guide you, not just guide you into a better place. He can actually deliver mm-hmm. to you a better place because he can make things happen. And it'll, it'll come through hope, which is certainty and persuasion that what God had to say, he could perform it. And, and think about that cool word. God says, I'll persuade you. Mm-hmm. Okay, how is anybody persuaded by anything? By seeing it actually take place, yeah. usually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so it's got to be, it's proven out mm-hmm. that, uh, oh, 
uh, okay, so uh, uh, if, we, if we do this or we experience this, then it's true. Um, and he says, uh, it's not a matter of you'd better believe it. He says, come with me. I'll persuade you mm-hmm. that it's true. How? I'll do su- I'll do supernatural. I'll do out, supernatural yeah. things. So that you know, as we're as we were in uh, Croatia, uh, God says, um, uh, "I'll give you opportunity to uh, naturally share what's true for you." Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a duty. Uh, I'm not going to maneuver you to the right place. I'm just going to demonstrate to you the beauty of hearts to receive it mm-hmm. and respond when I do. Uh, I'll persuade you that it's a beautiful place of you're blessed to be here and experience mm-hmm. it all. And by the way, the way they're treating you and, and what they're giving you is so wonderful. Now you give it away uh, because uh, you're being persuaded that the covenant is true. Mm-hmm. Um, and we weren't there, you know, out of consternation or frustration or, uh, you know, gosh, this is okay, it's not great. Everything was spectacular blessing for us, like you said. Right. We got we got to experience that. And he said, "Are you persuaded mm-hmm. that I'll have you give it away?" Right. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, and so uh, hope is so critical uh, that we get motivated through what we can possibly experience next. Mm-hmm. And people in this day and age, I think, have lost a lot of hope. Uh, yeah. And God says, "Let me give it to you." Uh, and have you experience it because circumstances don't matter. Um, right. I can deliver it. So we'll, we'll pick it up again next time as we talk about this aspect of uh, uh, hope. And then this leads into as hope, as I'm persuading you, he said it leads you to trust me. Mm-hmm. And trust what? What I have to say. And, and now hear what I have to say and then learn to trust it, which then gives you the hope. So it's pretty, right. it's pretty cool. That's beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing. So fun to hear some of these stories. I know there are many more to share, too. Yes. Um, But God is good, right? He's just good. Fantastic. (laughs) Um, Anyway, thank you for joining us, everyone, today. Hope you were encouraged. And and just even as as you heard Rich share um, hope restored in the beginning of the journey for these what, five or six people you've already shared about that you guys touched in Croatia, that if you're sitting in that same spot today, he has that hope for you. Yep, it's going to be fun. And it's just time to come to his feet and enjoy him. Amen. So anyway, thanks for joining us, and everybody have a great afternoon. All right, we'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.